Disability Talks with Shane. Talking all things disability. Today on the podcast, I'm chatting to Jade and Gavin from Adventure Club, who are driven to create an inclusive community, looks past obstacles, embraces and promotes opportunity for people to live the life they choose. Welcome to the podcast, Jade and Garrett. Thanks, Shane. Thanks, Shane. How long have you both been in the disability sector for? Look, I've been in disability for many, many years. I, um, I'm a old social worker and have worked in a few different fields, but the NDIS was on the horizon and I thought this was a lovely opportunity to make a real difference. So um, I think it was 2011 I made the, the change into disability. So, um, yeah, I feel like I've been around for quite some time now. Can you please tell us about Adventure Crew? Okay, so Adventure Crew came out of a, a dream of us wanting to earn a living and give other people um, exposure to what we want to do on our days off and what we do on, on our holidays. So um, that's how the camping and water sports side of it started with the kayaking, fishing, stand-up paddle boarding and, uh, yeah, camping, taking people on camping trips. How did that all come? That, sound, that, that sounds good. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun and uh, can be quite challenging, but a lot of fun. And, and, with, uh, and with the camping side, is that a one-day camp or overnight? So we do overnight camps. We do trips, um, you know, three, four, four nights away somewhere like Fraser Island, Morton Island, Bribey Island. Um, four-wheel drive park because we have a, a lot to do with four-wheel driving and uh, quite a few uh, big rigs in, in the fleet. So, uh, yeah, it can be tailored to anyone's needs. What sort of programs do you offer? Look, a, a lot of our programs are focused on developing those day-to-day skills and, and helping people develop the ability to be as independent as they like. And it might be, you know, popping down the road to grab some groceries. So problem solving, how do we catch public transport? How do we decide, you know, what groceries we need and they fit within our budget? It's lots of those day-to-day skills. So the way we do those is quite varied. Um, You know, often it might be catching the tram and heading on down to Coles. It might be grabbing some kayaks and, and heading off for a paddle on the water. But we're always looking at ways in which we can be teaching skills and, and helping people to learn new skills in ways that are often um, disguised as fun rather than um, education. With the programs, are they more one-on-one based or group based? Yeah, most of our programs are one-on-one. We have found that we work with a lot of young adults. Uh, and often, you know, it, it can feel quite uncomfortable and, and you can feel like a bit exposed if, you know, you're, you're out at your local shopping centre and you're there with four or five other people and, and you've got a carer, somebody who obviously looks like they're paid to be there because they're wearing a uniform and they've got a lanyard around their neck and... We didn't want to do anything like that. That for us seems very unnatural. 
So a lot of the ways in which we support our young people out in the communities is, I guess, replicating what are very natural interactions and, and natural activities that young people would be doing with a friend or a mate. Um, even, you know, an auntie or a mum or a dad. So a lot of our supports are one-to-one. One thing I'd like to ask you the next question, if you can expand on it quite a bit, what is Phil Nuts Garage? So Phil Nuts Garage is probably our major success. It is, as I mentioned, the camping and the four-wheel driving earlier, um, because of that, we have a fleet of four-wheel drives and we need to maintain and work on those four-wheel drives all of the time. So coming from that, we started a program which actually started in the, the garage at home and uh, quickly expanded to two locations in uh, Gold Coast and Brisbane. But it was just teaching the guys, we've been out four-wheel driving and camping, now let's go and service the car, maintain it, fix anything that may have broken or etc. And we're doing everything now from basic maintenance and to full restoration. So we've got a couple of restoration projects that we're currently working on. We've got a 1970 Pontiac Firebird that uh, we're restoring and it's going to be uh, entered in a couple of shows. We're also building an old FJ45 Land Cruiser use from basically a rolling chassis to uh, our workshop truck, for the uh, want of a better term. So uh, yeah, we've got we're running five days a week now, and two separate programs each day in uh, two locations. That sounds that sounds awesome, especially with the two vehicles you got on the go. Oh, it, it really is. It's a lot of fun, and it's really rewarding. A lot of these guys. A lot of our clients have licenses, they're driving themselves around and we're teaching them how to work on their own car, how to change the oil, how to check what's actually wrong with it. Um, they know when their brakes are wearing out or, you know, how to change clothes in the car, how to service it, how to rotate the tyres, a bit of everything. Lee said a program that does that. A lot of programs wouldn't teach people that sort of skills. No, it's the uh, only one of its kind. You yeah, sure um, it is. And, uh, yeah, it's very unique, but it is uh, a lot of fun and really rewarding. Do you also get involved with the STA and respite stay? Absolutely. So STA and respite is kind of where we started. So as a family, we'd often jump in the four-wheel drive, we'd throw a few swags in the back and we'd head either up north to the Sunshine Coast or out into the bush and, and we'd go camping for the weekend. And it, it kind of dawned on us that there was every opportunity for us to throw open the back door and invite somebody else along. So that's where our SDA Respite Adventure Camping Weekend started. Gav and I were just taking kids and, and young adults with disabilities camping with us and it's one of those programs that has continued and evolved so we do an enormous amount of weekend camping trips and again they're one-to-one 
Um, or we may have a sibling group. So we might have a group of brothers and sisters or with disabilities and we'll often take them as a group camping as well. And it just allows us the opportunity to have heaps of fun, um, you know, to provide the opportunity to go camping and four-wheel driving where for a lot of our uh, young people, they haven't had those opportunities before. But it's also a chance to learn some day-to-day skills that they may not have thought of. So, you know, starting a fire and cooking cooking dinner over the, the campfire, um, you know, learning to fish. A lot of our young people have lots of sensory challenges. So, you know, just just the thought of taking off their shoes and socks and, and walking through the sand and down to the water can often be quite daunting. So it's lots and lots of small steps, but at the, the end of the weekend, it's lots of really big wins. Even I go on camps with my groups a lot too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so for both of you, do you both have a success story you'd like to share? Oh, look, we've got, we've got a few. Um, the one that comes to mind for me is um, a, a child that um, Gav was supporting. Um, you know, a, a little fellow, nine years old, who was autistic and, and lots of behavioural issues and um, lots of sensory challenges as well. And the first time we went to meet him at home, he steadfastly refused to even be in the same room as us. Um, was really unhappy about the fact that, you know, he felt so mum was forcing him to leave the house with people he didn't know. And so we spent quite a bit of time getting to know this young guy and just quickly looking around his house, we worked out that he was a really avid reader and really loved history. And, and we knew that there was a castle not far from his house that we thought he might be interested in. So he, um, he agreed to, to come with us for the day and we went and checked out this castle. Well, this young kid um, remained with us for a number of years and, and at one point, Gav and a few of our other staff were taking him out almost daily um, and he hated the water, he hated the beach, he, he didn't know how to swim or wasn't confident swimming. And after about 12 months, he was on the kayak. He was leading himself out to the middle of the water. He was jumping off the kayak and swimming around and jumping back on the kayak and was having the best experience at the beach. And he soon realised that the beach and kayaking was an absolute love for him. And um, just a complete transformation for this young child who, you know, didn't, hadn't started with a lot of experiences to to then find that there was a whole world available for him and and, um, and welcomed him into that space. Like he, he loved hiking and we loved taking him with us. What do you love about the job? Stories like that, just seeing the transformation of, an, of a client when you, from when you first meet them to pushing them and testing their boundaries and, just yeah, trying different things with them and actually seeing them realise that they can do it. Um, it is achievable and just the joy they get out of doing it. It is really good. It's just yeah, it makes you feel a warm and fuzzy. The next question is coming from me. Where are you based? So we have a couple of locations. We have a Wheelnuts garage 
in Mullendina on the Gold Coast. And we have another wheel nuts garage in Meadowbrook in Logan. But we offer day-to-day support and SPA and respites all over southeast Queensland. Um, and, and we have on occasion had young people fly from interstate or from Cairns into Brisbane um, just to go camping with us as well. Are you any thoughts of expanding into different parts of Australia? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, we um, being the only one of its kind in Australia, we have lots of people contact us from all over the place asking for us to come and set up a wheelnuts garage in their location. Um, look, we have thought about it. Um, it's incredibly costly and, um, you know, just, just running off the, the NDIS funding isn't enough. We need to subsidise the wheelnuts program in particular to keep it going. Um, we would love to expand and where, I guess, at the moment, looking at probably opening a third one north side of Brisbane. Uh, but apart from that, um, there's lots of big dreams, but whether they actually come to fruition is another thing. It all depends how many peak listings that might on this. Contact you, you guys. They may want you to expand. Well, we have actually scouted out some locations in Melbourne. There was talk of us going down there. We flew down and had a look at some property down there. But, yeah, it's, it's not cheap and and good staff are hard to get. With yeah. staff with the same vision as us, uh, it's uh, pretty hard to get hold of. It is we very hard. It, yeah, we also want to do it well. So, you know, that there's lots of opportunities for, for other people to create those kind of opportunities. But... You know, we we started with very clear vision and that was that particularly for wheel nuts, it had to be completely inclusive and accessible from day one. So we, we needed to keep everybody in mind around how do we invite them into the space, how do we include them, how do we help them build their confidence in their skills, how do we make everybody feel welcome and, you know, that, that takes an awful lot of time and planning um, and people and, and we want to do it well. We, we don't want to be, um, you know, replicating a program and see the quality diminish in any way. How do we find you? Are you on social media? Yes, we are. So we have both an Adventure Crew and a Wheel Nuts Facebook page. We've got an adventure crew and a wheel nuts page on Instagram. And we have a website, which is www.adventurecrewoz.com. And the last thing I put in after we, before I sign off, I'll bring my massive up there for you guys to work on. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> More than welcome. <laughs> Thanks very much for joining me today on my podcast, Jaden Gavin. I look forward to chatting again in the future. Thank you, Shane. We look forward to chatting again soon too. You're welcome. That was another episode of Disability Talk with Shane. For more episodes, check us out on Spotify or check us a like on socials. Mm